Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have several callers on hold, so let's get started with their questions. And our first caller is Jen. So, Jen, hi, Jen. Are you with us? Yes. Hi, Julie. How are you? Great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from the Youngstown, Ohio area. Okay. Terrific. Well, mm-hmm. do you have a question for me? Um, yeah, I have a question and actually a question for you and what you do. Okay. But I guess I'll ask a question um, about me first. Okay. So um, I was wondering, I'm in sales at the moment with a fashion merchandising degree. And I was just wondering where you see my career heading from this point on. Okay. Do you have any ideas about whether you want to stay in there or not? Do you want to ask me specific questions? We do this a couple Um, of ways, Jen. You can ask me specific questions and I can also tap into you and tap into your spirit guide. And we can ask that, that spirit guide questions too. So that's kind of fun when that happens. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good thing. You want to do that? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me get you on my radar. The way that I do that for those first-time listeners um, and those that have heard me before, there's a laser beam that goes from my sternum and it goes directionally to wherever the person is. So, for instance, in Jen's case, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, and she's up in northeastern Ohio. So I'm going to watch a laser beam that's very thin. It, it's like a... Um, almost like a human hair thinness, but it's, it's, a looks like a laser. It looks like a white light. And it reminds me of the lines on an Etch-a-Sketch. If you were, if you ever played with one of those when you were a kid. So what I'm doing is I'm raising my vibrational level, Jen. I'm, uh, the laser beams on the way to you. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. Your spirit guides right next to you. It's a, um, it's a guy. It's so funny. So many of these spirit guides, to me, when they appear to me, they kind of look like um, Father Time. You know, they're mm. uh, they have white hair and a beard and a long white gown, and they look like that guy in Lord of the Rings. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but you know who I'm talking about—the guy that looks like yes. Father Time and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, his—he's telling me his name's Alfred. <laughs> so, oh, there you okay. go. <laughs> All right, so let's ask Alfred some questions about, do you have anything specific that you want to ask? Specifically, if I'm on the right path and what in the, you know, the place that I'm at 
I guess in, you know, in retail, I guess if that's just the, to keep building the blocks of what I've been working on so far. Okay. I'm getting a yes on that before the question's even out. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, and we'll ask him specific questions. The other thing, Jen, that's really important to remember when we're communicating with spirits is that they are really literal. So right. we have to be yes. as specific as we can be with them <laughs> in our questions because we'll right. ask something and it makes sense to us, but they're and they're answering it correctly, but it's not yeah. specific enough. So can we get? Can, let's hone in on specifically what you're interested in, um, like. Are you with the right employer? Are you, would it make yes. sense for you to stay there long term? I'm getting a yes. Okay. Um, is it, is it, uh, here's, here's the big question. Is it in your best interest? So is it in Jen's best interest to stay with the employer where she currently works? I'm getting a yes. Okay. Is it in Jen's best interest to, stay in that position she's currently in. I'm getting a no. Oh, okay. okay. So is there a management position possibility perhaps or a different job possibility that you might be interested in? Is there anything specifically that we can ask? Um, well, thank you for helping me to tell me how to, like how they like to be when you're communicating, how to communicate because it was, you know, because I was talking generally. Um, yeah, um, management, not so much. I mean, in a leadership, more position, I guess. Okay. Would be, but not exactly in management, at least that's in like what I didn't envision myself in, but you know, like the road takes you in different places. So, um, yeah, like those questions that you were asking were more specific. I'm having trouble. All right. Well, so how about if we ask, does it make sense for you to stay in the niche you're in? Yes. Okay. Because in yeah. fashion merchandising, I know you've got like women's clothes, men's clothes, kids' clothes, shoes, purses, whatever. And um, yeah, right now I'm in shoes. Okay. So <laughs> is it in Jen's best interest to remain working in the shoe niche? I'm getting a no. All right. Is what? What about handbags? <laughs> I asked, is it in Jen's best interest to move to the handbag bag niche? And I got a no. So, oh, it's it, Jen's best interest. What department or what niche would be in Jen's best interest to pursue? Okay, I got purses. Now, see, here's a literal thing. Yeah. You said handbags, he said purses. It's the same thing. Yes. But are purses more expensive than shoes? Yes, they are. <laughs> okay. So you could make more yes. money in purses? More money. Okay. Yes. All right. More money. So here we go. Is it in Jen's financial interest to pursue a career in the purses niche? I'm getting a yes before the question's even out. Yeah. Okay. That's good because I was thinking about that recently. Okay. So, Here's yeah. how you talk to Alfred. Right. You ask him a question in your head and it's the first thing that comes into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, Jen, that's your brain yeah. answering you. 
So you ask a question, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. It's like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the, you know, the stronger it gets. So do this all the time. And you want to always ask, is it in my best interest too? Because that encompasses all the variables. Because there are okay. always parts to to our future, especially, that we can't envision at any given time. So I have found over the decades of doing this that if we ask, is it in my best interest? Is it in so-and-so's best interest? And then you finish the sentence that you're going to get something that's going to be all encompassing and it's going to be encompassing things that there's no way you can envision at the time that you're asking the question. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yes. And that encompasses free will, which we Mm -hmm. all have. And, and so I always tell people when they're asking me something about what could happen in the future, I can say, I can be really accurate on things that have happened in the past and really accurate on things that are happening right now at this minute. Things in the future, I'm very accurate, not as accurate, because there are so many variables, not only with the person with whom I'm talking, but also every other person that has some kind of an interest in whatever, you know, the situation could develop into. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Terrific. And then do you have another quick question as well? Well, because um, you're explaining, you know, exactly how um, to communicate and when you're asking for something to, you know, about what, you, you know, what you're asking about communicating to the spirits and stuff, how do you, how did you know how to ask them that way and how do you tune into that more to become I don't know more intuitive and more psychic ability like what did you do to make more of an understanding of all this great question I everybody's born with the ability Jen Um, it's Mm -hmm. just like everybody can sing Everybody can born. Everybody, when they're born, we can all sing. Some of us sing on key. Some of us sing off key. Uh, no, I'm going some of us sing um, Tonight, in, you know, in ways. Hang on a second. Let me mute these other folks here. Some of us sing, um, you know, like opera stars and like Beyonce or like Barbara Streisand or Frank Sinatra or whomever. And, and they've developed that skill over the years. Mm-hmm. Our psychic or intuitive ability is, is just innate. When we're born, we all have the ability to do this. I was trained on how to do this. I studied. I'm a graduate of the School of Healing Arts in Nashville, Tennessee. I studied it for six years. I took classes for six years before I graduated. So I spent a lot of time, a lot of effort, and frankly, a lot of money training on how to do mm-hmm. this. And and then I've I've refined it over the years. I've been doing this for more than 20 years. So the best way for anybody to start, you or anybody, is what we talked about before. You ask a question in your head, is it in my best interest to, or is it in someone else's best interest to, and you finish the sentence. And play with it. Do it with things that are benign, that things that don't matter. You know, is it in my best interest to eat this piece of chocolate cake? Right. <laughs> you make it a yes. yes. You know, is it in- <laughs> I use it when I'm when I'm lost and my GPS isn't working. <laughs> I'll say, is it in my best interest right. to turn left onto the street? And I'll get mm-hmm. answers. So that's really the best way to do it. And uh, And the methods are out there. I turn it on and off at will. I don't walk around scanning people. Uh, First of all, I don't believe that it's ethical. Second of all, it's none of my darn business. And third of all, I don't really want to know. So I turn it on and off 
in a second. And I think like anything else, we develop our own methodologies once we're trained. There are people who, who um, can sense things and see uh, deceased people, um, just they're born that way and they, you know, they keep that skill. Um, I like to say I'm not one of those psychics who's had dead people stalking her since childhood, or if I did, I didn't know it. <laughs> you know, I learned how to do right. stuff. So does that help? Yes, it does. Because Perfect. it's very interesting to me, um, you know, your skill and your talent of, you know, this. And I always feel like there's a bit of part of me, especially more recently, that has some of those qualities. And you're like, well, it's not as strong as others, but I guess if you hone into it, have more of an understanding of it, you know, you can like teach, you know, um, you know, get your craft better. So yeah, right. thank you for answering right. that question. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for calling in. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Julie. I'll Good be talking with to your you career. Soon. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye, Jay. Now let's go to our next caller who I believe is Chrissy. Chrissy, are you on? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you this evening? Hi. I'm good. Great. Do you have tell everybody where you're calling from, first of all? I'm calling from Michigan, from Gladwin, Michigan. It's a small town kind of in the center of the UP. Or oh. Lower Peninsula. I don't know why I said UP. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University and they're our biggest rivals, <laughs> oh. Michigan. Did you go to Michigan? No, I didn't. Okay. But you're a Michigan um, fan? I'm kind of, well, my brother went to Michigan State, uh-huh. so they're huge, you know, Michigan, Michigan State arrival. Right. But I have one brother who's a huge state fan because he went there, and another brother who's a huge Michigan fan cause, just because he has, so. Well, good. <laughs> so, you, so you can root for the Buckeyes when they play Michigan, right? <laughs> I can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a question? Um, I do. Okay. I, just mainly, um, I'm kind of in a huge, I just feel like I've been struggling a lot lately. Well, financially I have been, and I've been trying to, um, kind of start a business on the side, um, just different business opportunities I've tried and, uh, you know, to get extra income. And, um, I'm, I'm just looking at another one. I don't know if I should try to invest or if I just should just try to focus more on my job or try to take a different path. I don't know. Okay. Do you have specific questions? I assume you heard my conversation with Jen and it's similar. It's a similar situation. Do you have specific questions? I can pull in your spirit guide if you want. Uh, We can ask specific questions and see if we can get you some guidance. Yeah. um, Okay. Yeah. Well, let me get you on my radar. Again, laser beam going from me here in Alabama, heading straight north, probably up Interstate 65 to probably what? Does 65 go all the way to you? 75. To 75. Pick 75 up what? Probably about Dayton or Cincinnati maybe. And then uh, go up. 75 goes all the way up to um, kind of where I'm at. Okay. All right. Um, 
your spirit guide, most spirit guides, when they appear to me, again, look like this father time figure, unless uh-huh. it's an angel, or unless it's a woman. And sometimes I'll see spirit guides that are dressed kind of in period dress. And um, yours is a, it looks like father time, looks like that, what's that guy's name in, in um, you know, that movie, um, Lord of the Rings was is it Zandolf or Z- or something like that? I'm not sure, but I do know. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it almost looks like um, uh, not that. What's the wizard? The guy who's in Harry Potter? You know, the dean of I know. <laughs> I'm I don't trying know to think name, of his but... name. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like Zandorf or something. Zandolf or anyway, mm-hmm. they all look, they all kind of look the same. They have different dress. But yours is a guy, and his name is it's it's he's telling me Nostras Nostras N O S T R A S, which I've never heard that word that name before. But you know, who am I to judge? I don't know. Right. So Nostras is your spirit guide. Um, like you heard me tell Jen again, you can talk to him. You can ask him a question in your head, and it's. It, any kind of a question, and the first thing that comes in your head as fast as you can snap your finger is the answer. So if you think about it for more than a couple of minutes or a couple, even a few seconds, a couple, forget a couple of minutes, a few seconds, that's your brain answering you. All right, so okay. let's, let's ask him, and we'll ask, as my son when he was little used to say, Mommy, ask the spirits and beyond. So we'll ask him, <laughs> and we'll ask the spirits and beyond okay. for some guidance for us. So, Chrissy, give me some specific questions. Um, should I try to borrow money to invest in uh, this new opportunity? Okay. Opportunity? Let's go back to what Jen and I were just talking about. The way to phrase a question is, is it in my best interest to? Oh. Because when we ask, should I, it's, well, whose opinion is should I? And we don't know what their background is or what their guidance is or anything else. So I have found over the last 20 plus years, if we say, is it in my best interest too? So is it in Chrissy's best interest to borrow money to start a new venture? Is that a fair question? Yes. I'm getting a no. Okay. Um, other questions? Um, is it in my best interest to pursue um well, I, I guess I started, I was going to start a blog. I'm getting a yes on that. that. I get a yes. yes okay. That. What do you get okay. on that when you ask that question? What's the first thing that comes in your head? Yes. I get a yes as well. Yeah, same thing. Okay. Um, can I ask, is it in my best interest to write a book? I get a no on that. No, okay. But okay. but let's refine it. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to write a book at this moment in time? I get a no. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to write a book at some point in her life? I get a yes. Ah, See what so, I mean? Spirits are yeah. really literal. So we've, so got to, we've got to refine it down <laughs> as much as we can. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. No, that does make sense because I was driving home from work tonight thinking about, um, you know, blog versus book and uh, which I should do first. Uh huh. And so that kind of makes sense, you know, do the blog and gain kind of an audience and then maybe exactly. write a book. It can brand you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and book publishers, they want to know how many Facebook followers you have and how many, you know, 
whatever, Twitter yeah. and all that jazz these days. Now, right. there's obviously a lot of self-publishing that's going on, so you don't have to deal with as much of that. But the big-time book publishers, boy, they want to know what your follower, you know, counting. Yeah. It's all about yeah. that. So yeah. thank you so much um, for calling in. Yeah, I, thank you very much. You bet. I hope that helps with some guys. It does help. Okay, terrific. Thank you. You bet. Take care, Chrissy. Bye Thanks. now. Bye. Next, we have Miss Cindy. Cindy, are you on? Yes, I am. Hi. Good evening. Hi. Wait. Sorry, I probably shouldn't be on speaker. There you go. We can hear you. Well, I- Tell everybody where you're calling from, Cindy. I'm calling from Western Pennsylvania, a little north of Pittsburgh. Okay. Thanks for joining. And sure, sure. And I'm uh I have a couple of different questions, but mine are focused more on my pets. Okay. Uh, more so than me first. Perfect. Um I foster animals and I have had a long term foster dog. She's getting up there in age and I just kinda wanted to have a little bit of a scan and I'm trying to manage her pain and see kind of what her, how she's feeling, if if she is in pain or um, uh, if she's still happy, um, uh, kind of what her feelings are. Her okay, what's Bella. your dog's name, Cindy? Bella. Bella, great name. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then mm-hmm. I will connect to her and um, see what we get on my radar. All right, so my laser beam is going from me in Alabama. It's coming up to you. It's going northeast. Okay, I've got you. All right, and I've got Bella. Bella is dying. Her spirit is out of her body. Um, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, there, and you go to the 12 phases of transition, Cindy, you'll see mm-hmm. some graphics. And they're for humans, what, he, what happens when humans die. But the same thing happens with pets. The spirit exits. You Sometimes we've heard in near-death experiences that people, they go, feel like they're going through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're sensing is the spirit exits through the top of the head, exits the body through the top of the head. And it hangs on as somebody is dying in a bubble on top of their head, and it remains attached until they actually die. And it kind of looks like a cartoon caption bubble. If you look Mm -hmm. at a cartoon, it's where the words are in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And pets, I see that pets do the same thing. When a pet is dying, their spirit is attached to the top of their head. When that happens in humans or in pets, it's almost like they're not plugged into the energy source. It would be like trying to turn on a light, but it's not plugged into the outlet in the wall. So I'm unable to scan Bella from a medical scan because it's almost like she's not plugged in, but we can ask her questions. So do you have some specific questions that you'd like for us to ask? Perhaps I'm just trying to manage her pain and her happiness level. Okay. I mean, her willing, you know, her wanting to still be on earth. Okay. All right. So how about if we ask her, are you in, I ask humans this, I ask humans three questions. Are you ready to go? Are you in pain? What do you need? Let's ask Bella the same thing. Okay. Bella, are you ready to go? She's telling me no. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? More pain meds. Can you increase her pain meds? Or have we actually do just, it? We just did. And so I was just um, 
I don't know if it's had time to kick in yet or okay. we were going to modify a few things. But okay, that's so know. so let's ask, is Bella on the right amount of pain meds? I'm getting a no. Okay. Um, she's telling me that they need to be at a hospice level. So it's it would be similar to what we would give a human and we would call it palliative care. It would Correct. be as somebody is dying or as a pet is dying, just to make them comfortable. It, at this stage of the game, it, people think, well, we don't want to give them too many drugs. You just want to keep them out of pain Correct. at this stage of the game. And, I, and Bella's in that same state. So she feels she needs more. She needs more, but she's not ready to go. Yeah. So okay. that's some good information for you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I also have an older cat, Smitty, who's Smitty. Um, okay. also kind of, uh, I was away for a few days and I came back and saw him and his eyes still look good. He's still been eating, but I think, again, his spirit has probably started to leave, but okay. I'm uh, wondering kind of if there's any update on okay. how he's feeling. Yes. You're right. His spirit is out of his body. Let's ask him our three questions. Are you ready to go? He's telling me yes. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? He's saying my blanket. Does he have yeah. a blanket? He does. He has many that he sleeps on, so okay. I'm not sure. Should we ask um, specifically? Do you have color? Yeah, what, co- yeah, what color or what room? <laughs> is there a blue blanket? Mm-hmm. Okay, he wants the blue blanket. <laughs> That's the one that's on my bed right now. All right. So we were just laying there before I called. Okay, he wants the blue blanket. Okay. He's telling me it's very soft and cozy. You know, but I guess I just, you know, I find it hard as being a foster parent to animals. I mean, I've seen the look in kittens and cats and dogs' eyes when they are, you know, in one what I would consider a final stage, and I just don't see it. So that's what's so hard for me to yeah say I'm going to take you. I know, I know. Because he doesn't look like he's ready, but if he keeps saying he's ready, if he says he's ready, but the other thing, Cindy, is you're going to know, you're going to feel it, you're going to know when's the best time to take him, mm-hmm. and and just trust that. I mean, you're just going to know. Yeah. Okay, so the fact that it doesn't feel right yet means it isn't time. Okay. Okay, so if if you just trust, you're you're gonna wake up one day, or you're gonna see him, and you're just gonna say to yourself, "I I I can't can't do do this anymore. I know you're in pain. I know you're Mm -hmm. ready to go. Mm -hmm. I'm okay to let you go." Yeah. And it and it's really at that point now. I think he's ready to go. You have to be ready to let him go. And it doesn't sound like you are yet. But I don't want to keep him around and be in more pain. So I have to yeah. get on the boat here. But um, okay, but, I appreciate that. The, the other thing, Cindy, is whatever decision you make is the right decision at whatever hmm. time you make it. Okay, so just trust in that. Okay, thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you joining mm-hmm. us this evening. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. We do this show every Thursday night. We tape it. And uh, and as you can tell, people call in. And the call-in number, We by the way, we tape it at, on Thursdays at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 
562-3140, and the access code is 533-677-POUND. And if you're driving, listening to this podcast, and you can't write this down, just go to AskJulieRyan.com. It's all on the homepage, all this information, if you want to call in. Also, people send us questions email by email uh, through AskJulieRyan.com through the website, and sometimes they're chosen to be read on the air. And that's what I'm going to do here in a minute. So you can submit a question, and uh, and it might get chosen. And also, you can schedule a one-on-one consult, too. And those last an hour. And everything can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. So let's do a question here. The first one is from Svetlana in Boston, and she sent it in through the website. And she sent a picture. It's really a beautiful picture, and it's of her daughter. Let me let me read you her note first, and then I'll explain what the picture looks like. She's from Boston, and she says, Can you please read, in quotes, the red arches in this picture behind my daughter and her husband? Are they just a photographer? fluke or do they mean something and it's a picture of her daughter and her husband walking through a park and there are these red arches that are overhead it's almost like they're walking through a tunnel of these red arches but the arches are iridescent but they're very visible and they're a really vibrant red so here's my response to Svetlana Hi, Svetlana. What a beautiful and interesting picture. The red arches behind your daughter and her husband are part of an energetic canopy of protection always covering them. The red arches visible in this photo are only one section of several arches that comprise the scaffolding of an iridescent energy field that moves with all of your family members. It's the result of many years of prayer by your daughter's paternal grandmother in which she's asked for protection for her children grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. The power of prayer is immeasurable. It's a great way to positively influence the energy surrounding our lives and the lives of those we love. Also, it's interesting to note, today's digital cameras are very capable of capturing energetic images like these red arches. Most of us have seen orbs in family photographs. They're almost always the energy of deceased loved ones around us. When you see these types of phenomena in pictures, realize it's confirmation you're surrounded by love from the deceased as well as the living. Thanks for your question and for sending in the photo. 
what I did after I saw this picture was I remembered that my maternal grandmother, my Mima, used to pray every night for our all of us in our family, her children, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren. And I thought it would be interesting to see if we have these same red arches or something similar protection over our family members. And sure enough, when I scanned myself, my son, our other family members, we all had these same red arches. So I thought that was just incredible. One other note about this, the power of prayer, um, you know, prayer is a form of energy, and Buddhist and transcendental meditators, that's a, that could be considered them trying to work together in an energy field to affect an outcome. It would be similar to prayer or meditation. And interestingly enough, when somebody's having surgery, I always tell them to ask for prayers. I said, I always say, ask your friends to post something on Facebook. They don't have to mention your name, but just to ask for prayers for somebody that's having surgery. Invariably, every time I scan somebody when they're in surgery, I can always tell how much prayer is being said for them because there's always a correlation between the amount of prayer being said and the number of spirits that are present in the OR that are there to support the person as they're going through surgery. So prayer, meditation, all of that is very powerful, especially when it's all being done for a common cause. Now let's go to our next caller, and it's Jan. Hi, Jan. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate this. You bet. And I love hearing about the spirit guides. That is so cool. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, we all have them. And we oftentimes will have uh, several of them at different stages of our lives. So it's almost like experts are around us depending on what's going on in our lives. So I think that's really interesting. interesting as well. Jan, tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Sharon, Pennsylvania. I'm over near the Ohio line, okay. I'm on the western part of the state. Well, welcome. So, Did you have a question? I really have two. Okay. I um, and they're about two different. My husband is not well. Okay. And I wanted to know. I talk to the divine a lot. I ask always for guidance, mm-hmm. but I don't know quite the transition that he is in or the stage he is in. Okay. And I didn't know if you had any way to connect with any of that energy. Uh, Absolutely. What's his name? Alfred. Alfred. Okay. Isn't that funny? Wasn't that our first caller, Jen's spirit guide's name? We're having two Alfreds in one call. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's a riot. That was, no, there are is. no there are no coincidences in life. No, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> when I heard that, I thought, "Oh my goodness!" That's oh so gosh! All right, okay. Here's how I connect to people, other people. What I'll do is I'm going to connect to you first, Jan, and then I'm going to connect from you to Alfred. I'm going to psychically ask Alfred for his permission to scan him. I'll I'll tell him psychically that you're asking me to scan him. And most of the time I get a yes. Sometimes I get a no. Sometimes people don't want me scanning them. And if they say no, then I don't do it because it's an ethical thing. Okay. Okay. So I'm 
Funny. Let me connect to you. And 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 if he says no, what we can do is you can talk to him about it, send him to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and we can schedule a one-on-one and I can scan him if once he knows about it and he says, yeah, it's okay. All right. Well, I so, don't know that he's able to do that. Okay. All right. Let me let me get okay. to you. And then I got you. All right. And then I'm going to get to him. All right. He's dying. His spirit's out of his body. Um, is that what you're feeling mm-hmm. or what you're sensing? That's what I feel also. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. What I was talking about with Cindy and her and Bella, her um, her dog, and Smitty, her cat, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Go to AskJulieRyan.com, 12 Phases mm-hmm. of Transition. It's the last tab. And you'll see the 12 graphics of what happens when somebody's dying. And if, okay. you, if you want, and, and again, that spirit bubble's hanging onto the head, but with humans, what we see is that person is surrounded by loved ones and angels, loved ones who've passed okay. angels. So if you want, I can check and see what phase he's in if you'd like, and then you can go to the site and you can see the graphic that corresponds with that. Do you want I me to would do like that? to know. Okay. I do. All yes. Right. Okay. I would like you to ask his permission. He is. I, I don't. He's at phase five. I don't have to ask permission when somebody's dying because um, I'm scanning the room. I'm not scanning them okay. personally. Okay. So mm-hmm. phase five. If you're not in front of your computer, what phase five looks no, like? No, I'm right here. Okay. Yep, Can I you see it? See it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. What happens is the maternal, his mother, is his mother, his mother's deceased, so she's running the show, right? She's deceased? Yes. Yes, they both are. Her spirit is running the show. We think as mothers that we're done with our kids when they're grown and raised and they move away. (laughs) We are running the show for our kids from the grave, let me tell you. (laughs) It's It's really fun to watch being a mother because the mother calls in the spirits and calls in the angels. And so for those of you that are driving and you're, and you can't look at these graphics until you get in front of a computer, the mother is there at the patient's left foot, the father spirit, the closest paternal spirit on is there at the patient's right foot, at Alfred's right foot, and they're surrounded by a circle of angels. And these are big old angels and they are between six and seven feet tall. They've got wings. They've got white gowns on. They are massive, and they all look the same to me. Now, that doesn't okay. mean necessarily that's what they really look like. That's what they look like to me so I can identify them because that's what I picture an angel looking like, okay? Okay. So mm-hmm. phase five is, he is that, that circle of angels that starts out, as somebody is getting closer to death, it opens into a horseshoe and eventually goes into a straight line. Many, many more spirits will arrive, family and friends, through many lifetimes. They come. I call it the Welcome to Heaven Committee. And okay. every pet spirit that he's ever had in his lifetime, they will be there as well. Is, would you like for me to ask him the three questions I always ask? Yes. Okay. So, Alfred, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? More pain meds. Does he seem to be in pain? He does not. Okay. We were just at the doctor today. He's, um, no, he's, I don't think he's in any pain. Okay. He's telling me he, he, he has, okay. Go ahead. He's, well, he has, he's in dementia. So, okay. so I don't know, um, 
what, I, I mean, he just said today there was no pain at the doctor's. So I don't know what that means. All right. Let's see if we can ask him. Uh, what kind of pain? Let's see. Where is your pain? He's saying GI. He has GI pain. Okay. Um, is he eating? He, yes. Okay. He is. He's telling me. He's telling me he needs a he needs a blander diet. So okay. well, well, let's ask him if he needs pain meds in the form of antacids. That would be something that might make sense. Let's see. Yes, I'm getting a yes on that. <laughs> okay. All right. We okay. can try that. His we'll G- try anything. He's in GI pain. He needs antacid. He's referring to. See what I mean? I'm telling you, this spirit thing is so literal. So give try giving okay. him some antacids. And, okay. And maybe I ask for peace and grace all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I hope that helps. All right. Yes. We'll try keep, it. Keep okay. those um keep those graphics close by because it mm-hmm. will hopefully give you some peace as you go through this. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks okay. for calling in, Jan. Well, I have one more quick question. Okay. My dog is sick and oh. I just took her to the vet today. Okay. I have a full plate. Okay. And they're doing exploratory surgery tomorrow. Oh my heavens. What's your dog's name? I know. Nina. Nina. All right. Nina. Let me, let me, Nina with an N as in Nancy? Yes. N-I-N-A. Nina. All right. Nina's spirit's out of her body, too. She's dying as well. Uh, That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I'm asking, is it in Nina's best interest to have the surgery? I'm getting a no. Um, let's ask Nina. Okay, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? No. What do you need to come home? Do you want the surgery? No. Do you want Jan to stop the surgery? Yes. Hmm. So that may not be the answer you were looking for, but that's what I'm getting from her. Okay. okay. Well, I appreciate that. You bet. Thank Good you. luck. You do Thank a full plate, girl. Yeah, and you haven't even gotten to the tip of <laughs> Oh, jeez. I might call and get a private reading. Okay, <laughs> all right. Just go to AskLeRyan.com okay, and, and pick a date, and I'd, I'd be just to talk with you. Perfect. Okay, I thank you. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Good night. Good night. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Greg. Hi, Greg, are you there? Yes, how are you doing? Great, thanks. Thanks for joining us. All righty. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from the Washington, D.C. area. Okay, terrific. What's your question? Okay, so I had uh, two questions. One, um, so my girlfriend's grandfather has been really sick lately, and he has to go into surgery again on Monday. Okay. Uh, The doctors were always finding more things wrong, and uh, we just want to know what point of his life is he at, and and will everything be okay? okay? His name is James Anderson. James. Okay. Greg, have you called in before? Yes, I did call in. I thought so. I recognized your voice. Terrific to hear you again. All right. Thank you. Nice to hear you. you Okay. Let me check on Mr. Anderson. All right. I'm going to connect to you. I got you on my radar. I'm connecting to him. He's dying, James. His spirit's out of his body. Wow. We're getting a lot of these calls tonight. Um, Go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. 
12 phases of transition, his spirit is out of his body. Did you hear the conversations before I got to you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Let me see where he is phase-wise. He's at phase 7 of 12. So for those of you that aren't in front of your computer, what phase 7 looks like is his spirit is out of his body. Again, it looks like a bubble on the top of his head. He has the angels, his parents, deceased parents, spirits are at his feet. He has a horseshoe of angels on either side of his parents. They all form a line that looks like a big horseshoe. He has an angel now on either side of his spirit. And uh, and there are lots of family and friends and uh, every pet spirit that's ever taken place, ever been in his life is there as well. So, again, if you print off or at least have those graphics handy, Greg, it will help, I think, bring peace to the family. Um, Let's ask him, is it in his best interest to have surgery on Monday? I'm getting a yes. Um, So, again, when you ask the question that way, it it includes all the variables. What kind of surgery is he having, and is it to relieve pain, or what's what's going on? Um. That's a good question. Um, I believe it is to relieve some pain. Okay. He's lost a lot of weight lately. And, okay. Um, you know, he's, he's, really, he's really down past his normal weight. And, um, you know, again, yeah. um, he's, not, he's not doing too well. You know what I mean? He, okay. he hasn't been up and active and things of that nature. So I think the surgery on Monday is to um, relieve some pain. Okay. Well, so that's, that would make sense, that it's in his best interest. So let me, I've got a couple more callers and we're getting short on time. So thank you so much for calling in and, um, and good luck to Mr. Anderson and to your family with all of that. Okay. I had one real quick question, very short, brief okay. question. What's that? Um, me and my girlfriend are moving to LA on Tuesday. Ah, terrific. Just, terrific. Uh, we're just, we're just basically taking a leap of faith. Uh, don't have a job or anything lined up out there, so I just want to make sure that we're making the right decision, the right move. Okay. Well, you know the question to ask, is it in my best interest too? So let's yeah. ask it. Is it in – you ask it in your head, and I'm going to ask it at the same time. Is it in Greg's best interest to move to L.A.? What do you get? Yeah. I get a yes as well. All righty. Yeah. You I go for it. Go for it. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. You bet. Enjoy. Take care, Greg. Thanks for calling. Next, we have Michelle. Michelle, are you on? Yes, I am. You're terrific. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Hermitage, Pennsylvania, on the Pennsylvania-Ohio border. Okay, terrific. Well, thanks for joining us. Did you have a question? Uh, Yes, I do, actually. Um, I'm and I just want to know if I'm ever going to be happy. It just seems like there's always a rain on my parade. Am oh. I ever going? To... <laughs> I've, I, I've been married for 29 years, and I'm not sure that uh, if I need to spend the rest of my life with um, my husband or not. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to search for some kind of happiness within myself. All right. You, you've been listening, I assume. What's the question we yes. were going to ask? Is it in my best interest to, to stay with my husband? What do you get? 
I don't first thing that comes anything. in your head. Well, ask it, and it's. I'm telling you, it is immediate. What's the first thing that comes into your head? No. I get a no as well. And I don't know why. There's, All right. Uh, there's missing in my life, and I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, that's going to encompass all variables. So we can dissect it down, and we can ask specifics if you want. If you want to know why, um, but yeah, my spirit guide. I mean, I I talk to myself a lot. So if I had the name of my spirit guide, Clarence I can... is your spirit guide. Okay, Clarence. If you were listening to the other calls, um, the other callers, ask a question in your head. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Be as literal as you can. When you get an answer that doesn't quite feel right, ask it a different way. And and if it's something that's a really important decision, like should I stay with my husband, I would say that's a life-altering decision. Um, you want to ask that about three or four different ways at least. Okay. Okay. Is it in my best in- is it in Michelle's best interest to stay with her husband? No. Is it in Michelle's best interest to divorce her husband? I get a yes. So that would those are correlate. Is it in Michelle's so let's think of some other ways to phrase that. Is it in Michelle's best interest to what? Uh, move out. To move out of her home. I get a yes. Okay. Is it in Michelle's best? Fine. Is it in Michelle's best interest to um, rely on her husband? I get a yes on that. Well, now that really throws an interesting variable in there. Oh, it's probably financial. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Is it in Michelle's best interest to rely financially on her husband? I get a yes. So come up with a bunch of questions like that. And the more you do it, the better at it you're going to be. And okay. uh, and you'll get all the answers you need. And follow your gut. If something doesn't feel right, rephrase the answer. Spirits are super literal. Talk to Clarence all the time. And if you just ask a question just to the spirits and beyond, you're going to get an answer. But if you ask it, is it in my best interest to, it's going to encompass all those different variables, including your free will, including your husband's free will, including lots of different situations. Okay. okay very, thank I you hope so much, Julie. You bet. Thanks for calling, Michelle. Take care. Okay. Good night. Uh-huh. Next week. Have... Hi, is this Paris? Okay. Paris? Hello, Paris? Well, maybe not. Okay, let's go to our next person. Hi there, this is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Hi, this is Melda. Hi, Melda. How are you? Well, I'm just fine. Thank you. Great. Good to Um, hear from you. How are you doing? Well, I'm just doing great. Terrific. Um, Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from around San Francisco, California. Wow. Welcome. Welcome back. We've talked to Melda Thank before. You. Thank you. What's your question, Miss Melda? I take care of my granddaughter um, three days a week uh-huh. during the school year. And they're expecting another one in January. Oh, wonderful. In- Congratulations. Thank you. Is it in my best interest to continue watching the two of them? Oh, together. Okay. 
is it in Melda's best interest to watch two grandchildren at the same time? When you ask the question, Melda, Melda, what do you get? I get a yes. I get a yes, too. I get a yes as well. Um, tell me your your grandbaby's name, the one that you care for now, the two-year-old. Kennedy. That's right. Kennedy. I love that name. Okay. Uh, Kennedy is two, so Kennedy is probably going to have some activities during some of the day when the baby yeah. is born, and does she go to any kind of preschool or mom's day out or anything like that? I take her to a gym class, Okay. and then I also take her to music together. Well, I'm getting that the baby's going to be very agreeable to be running around with the two of you, so I think you're going to love it. I wish I knew. Can you find out, or do you know whether it's going to be a girl or boy? Do you know that? <laughs> does your daughter want that? you to know? <laughs> well, as soon as she's 15 months or 15 weeks, then we'll be able to find out. Okay. Does she want you to know before she knows, Melda? No. Okay. <laughs> well, call me back. At, call me back at like 14. You know, like 14.9999 weeks. Okay. Call, call me back at that point. All right. I will. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in. Congratulations. That's really exciting. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go. We've just got a few minutes left, so let me go to another question that was submitted online at AskJulieRyan.com. Again, we do this, we tape the show on Thursday nights at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That information is on AskJulieRyan.com on the homepage if you're driving and you don't have a chance to write this down. Also, we tape the show on Thursday nights. Then you can download the podcast on uh, Sundays. Again, go to AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see a tab for the radio show podcast, and you can download it. I believe there are about 30 different ways to download it, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, on and on and on. So whatever works best with your system. I'm one of those people that listen to podcasts in the car all the time, and I love them. I think they're really convenient. I think this on-demand thing is great. So also, you can submit a question online. Go to AskJulieRyan.com. Your question may be chosen to um, be read on air with an answer. And you can always schedule a one-on-one consult with me. Again, go to AskJulieRyan.com, and you can schedule a, a consult there. So we've got a few minutes left. Let's take this question. Corey from the Bronx, which is near New York City, says, hi, Julie. I've got, I have two kittens about, I I got two kittens about 12 years ago. I was looking for one cat, but they were holding each other so tightly that I bought them both. The Petco rescue, rescue person told me they were brothers. Well, one of the most painful things I ever had to do was to have one of my cat's and he has in parentheses, Ralphie, so that was that cat's name, cremated last August. He developed diabetes, and doctors said he would have deteriorated, and it would have been difficult to take care of him. My question is about his brother, Ricky. So the cat's names are Ralphie and Ricky, which I love. I think that's hilarious. Really cute. 
My question is about his brother, Ricky, who's never shown any sadness about the event. He's not looked for his brother or anything. I was just wondering what he understands about the situation. Also, I wondered if Ralphie, and he has in parentheses, the cat that passed, is still around and knows that he was loved dearly. Thank you. Here's my response. Hi, Corey. What a great question. The reason Ricky isn't missing Ralphie is because Ralphie's still there, only now he's transitioned into spirit form. Animals, and especially small children under the age of four, are very intuitive. They can sense spirits, both human and animal, when we mortals are unable to. Cats, in particular, are known to be very psychic. I've lost count of the number of times that cat owners told me about a situation where all of a sudden their animal gets agitated without a viable cause. And then there are the stories about a cat slowly turning its head from side to side like it's watching someone walk across the room when no one's there. In this scenario, the cat is sensing a spirit. Every pet owner acknowledges how much we learn from our animals. This is a case in point. When a loved one or a beloved pet dies, they remain with us, just in spirit form. And P.S. Ralphie did know he was deeply loved. Thanks for your question. That was a. I thought that was a really fun question. A couple of points about um, what I talked about, Jen, our first caller with, which is we're all born with the ability, our psychic ability. And little children especially, talk, sometimes we'll talk about imaginary friends until someone, someone tells them it's just pretend and it's, it's their imagination and it's not real. And then little children start, they learn to shut down those psychic abilities and those senses. My son, Jonathan, when he was a baby, I used to rock him every night to sleep. And when he was really little, I'd feed him a bottle. And he was one of those children where he was talking in sentences before he was even walking. And one night we were rocking and I was singing to him and I was feeding him his bottle. And he sat up and he pointed to a corner in the upper part of his bedroom and he said, Mommy, what's that? And I I saw an empty corner. And he said, it's a red ball. Well, I couldn't see it. I didn't know I was psychic at that time. I hadn't been through any of my training, but my one-year-old could see it. And that's a great example of children. Um, Children sometimes can walk into a room and they can sense things. They can see spirits. I can't think of the movie right now. There was a movie with Bruce Willis that... um, Uh, He talked about there was a little kid that could see spirits, and Bruce Willis could too. So with our children, we need to encourage them when they say they are seeing things. We need to um, say, well, tell me more about it. Encourage the dialogue. Encourage the conversation. Because we want everybody to be able to utilize those skill sets that we're all born with. And as you heard throughout this whole show this evening, it was a recurring theme, how we can get spiritual information from our guides and the spirits and beyond, as my son used to call them, um, is to just ask the question, is it in my best interest too? And then finish the answer, regardless of what the subject matter is. Thanks for joining us this evening. This show went really quickly tonight, and uh, it's been a delight to be with you. Hope to hear from you next week, and everybody have a terrific week. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. 
to schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.